Hello, thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Month Ahead Audio Horoscopes for Leo Season. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. Along with these horoscopes, please make sure to listen to Embodied Astrology for Leo Season. This special episode called Glow Time focuses on Leo in the body, in life, in love, in relationships and experiences. Everybody carries Leo in their bodies. Everybody has Leo in their charts. And in this episode, I'll offer some attunements and healing practices for working with Leo in yourself and in your life. Also, please remember to check back in with me at the new moon and the full moon this month for some lunar attunement practices. On July 31st, we have a new moon in Leo, and on August 15th, we have a full moon in Aquarius. And both of those days, I'll be putting out meditations or embodiment rituals to help you attune with these lunar cycles. I want to offer a huge thank you to subscribers. Subscribers, thank you so much. You keep Embodied Astrology happening, and your monthly donations are what sustains this work. If you enjoy Embodied Astrology, please consider becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month. Really, even just $1 a month is so helpful. Your monthly subscriptions allow me to continue this work with steadiness and reliability. And if you get something out of Embodied Astrology, please help it to sustain, help it to continue. Subscribers also get access to my extended monthly horoscopes. And these extended forecasts include a PDF with planetary aspects and lunar cycles throughout the month, my interpretations for the energy of those aspects and cycles, and some embodied suggestions for how to work with this energy. You'll also get an extended audio horoscope that you can listen to that isn't sign-specific, but that goes through in detail a lot of planetary energy that I don't mention in your individual horoscopes. If giving a recurring donation isn't available to you at this time, consider a one-time donation, and please always share it with friends. This is the number one way you can support this project is by reposting it, forwarding on the emails, and telling your friends about it, giving five-star reviews on Apple iTunes podcasts or wherever it is that you listen. Finally, I want to give a brief plug for a special retreat that I'm offering later this year. From September 29th to October 3rd, I'll be offering a three-day residential retreat where we'll be working with embodied astrology. In this retreat, you'll learn a ton about astrology, you will work with your own chart, you'll get to prepare for the exciting astrology of 2020, and use your astrology and use the tools that I offer for how you embody astrology and the astrological potential to manifest your magic. Get more information at embodiedastrology.com under play and learn and live events. Your horoscope is coming right up. Stick around. All right, we're going to get into your horoscope now. As always, I just want to encourage you to listen with an open mind. Horoscopes are a general kind of art. There are a ton of people on the planet, and there are not only 12 kinds of people. So as I offer your horoscope, I'm offering general suggestions, and the energy that I'm receiving from the chart may or may not be applicable to you in exactly the way that I speak it. So please listen for the sentiment or the symbolism in what I'm saying. Apply it to yourself intuitively. If you associate to something that I'm saying, that's the right thing. You can go down that road. Listen a couple of times, 
ask questions to yourself, kind of consider all the different ways that you could think about what I'm offering, and always take what works, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are simply suggestions here for your best benefit and positive evolution. I want to encourage you to listen to the horoscopes for at least your sun and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the season that you are born. It's what you answer when someone asks, hey, what's your sign? Your rising sign is the time of day you were born. Not everybody has this information. And so if you don't know your rising sign, your sun sign is awesome to listen to. Some people really get into listening for their moon signs, for their Venus signs. There are all different signs for all the planets in your chart. And really, many of the horoscopes could speak to you. So I hope you enjoy whichever ones you listen to. Hello, Capricorn. Welcome to Leo season. Leo season begins on July 22nd, ends on August 22nd, and for you, Leo rules what is called the solar eighth house. So for the Capricorn rising chart, Leo is in the eighth house. If you're a Capricorn sun person with a different rising sign, make sure to also listen for your rising sign. And then when you listen to this horoscope, um, listen from the perspective of kind of a, a deeper essence of your spirit or deeper essence of your being. So the meaning of the eighth house in the astrological wheel is the place where I think about um, kind of the subtext or the deeper emotional um, experiences that we come into in relationship. And relationship is with anybody, so other social relationships, um, and especially with important other people. Um, your partners. So this includes your business partners, your very good friends, and of course, life partners, spouses, this kind of thing. The place where we find information about partners in the chart is in your solar seventh house. That's the sign that cancer rules. And last month, if you listen to your horoscope for cancer season, this was a big area of focus, what's going on in the partnership or par partnerships, or your sense as a social being, kind of how you are in the outer world, a lot of um, kind of movement, and uh, all the personal planets over the summer are kind of piling up in Cancer, then Leo, then Virgo. So last month, we had a lot of emphasis in partnership and how things are kind of unfolding in that area of life. This could have included... Um, as well just your perception of yourself in the external world, kind of your social self, as well as things that come up in your relationships. And um, the seventh house is very much an intellectual house. And so this is where we have ideas about what kinds of relationships we want to be in and where we make agreements based on those ideas. And then as uh, we begin Leo season, um, there's just more and more energy now moving into your solar eighth house. And this is the place that is kind of both underneath and after and precipitating the agreements that we make in relationship. Um, but it's more of a subtle and sometimes subconscious emotional anchoring that then gets stimulated within our relationships. And so I think of this place often as the place of shadow because it's where um, the stuff that's hard to talk about is or the stuff that's hard to see 
in ourselves is the eighth house um, can be a place of secrets and shame and insecurity. It can be a place of jealousies. It can also be a place of extreme passion and eroticism and magnetism. There's a lot of power there. And as all of the personal planets now start to move into your solar eighth house, beginning with the sun on July 22nd, and then later in the month, um, Venus, Mercury uh, will also move into Leo. Mars is already there. So there's a lot of attention and energy in this part of your chart now. And the personal planets bring our personal awareness. So we have the consciousness of the sun, the articulative, articulative, maybe that's not quite the right word, the capacity for articulation that Mercury brings, the mental um, capacity. Venus is bringing a softness, a love nature, but also deep consideration and appreciation. And then Mars brings your motivation, your will. And one thing that kind of occurs to me as I'm looking at this chart is just how much you've been going through a very deep and constant (laughs) unfolding and transformation process uh, over the last decade. And of course, if you're familiar with your astrology, this has a lot to do with Pluto um, and now Saturn moving through your sign, Pluto since 2008, Saturn since 2017, um, really asking you to confront the parts of yourself that are formulaic, that are outdated, that are rigid, um, that are non-relational and pushing you to break down your barriers, to dissolve the places where you get in your own way, to confront your own um, misunderstanding and misuse of power so that you can become more empowered. And the sense that I get for you in Leo season is that you're going to get a whole lot of pretty immediate and um, quite personal understanding of all of these issues, kind of how you are keeping yourself back or how you have been keeping yourself back, the nature of your deeper desires, deeper longing underneath um, all of the responsibility that Capricorn carries and sometimes doesn't even know that it's carrying. Um, You might come into kind of a confrontation with the parts of your psyche and the parts of your being that are fucked up, they're fearful, they're manipulative, they are insecure, they're acting um, from imbalanced space. And the way that you come into contact with them is through very close awareness. So this is not something that's kind of like happening and you're feeling crazy, but you don't know why. It's like you can look at it. So when I say these things might be coming up in Leo season, I don't actually think that's a bad thing. I think that it's a potentially very positive thing that you're kind of getting this close-up view of the ways that you have been keeping yourself back, the barriers that you have to love, the fears that you have around intimacy, around vulnerability, um, all, all of this and more coming up in Leo season. So this this eighth house territory is very rich territory. Um, it is a kind of the deep wealth of the psyche. And unfortunately, I think a lot of us, um, you know, certainly people gr- growing up in 
um, Western cultures. I don't have that much familiarity with Eastern cultures. I feel like there's maybe a little bit more appreciation of death as a part of life, less uh, grasping to individualism and achievement. That could be my own projection. Um, but certainly in the United States and Western Europe, there's not a lot of tools that are given, um, for people to work with death as, um, as a concept and kind of the non-self or the letting go of personal ego. And the eighth house is very much a place where you get to practice that. So this is the house of death and death happens all the time. It's not necessarily the house of your actual death or the death of, of other people um, this season, but you may be burying um, some stuff this month. You may be killing some stuff this month and what you would be killing, what you would be burying are old um, mechanisms of defensiveness, old um, grudges that you've been carrying for a long time, resentments. You might be outing some secrets. You might have a kind of purging, purgative experience where stuff kind of wells up and you're like, oh my God, I've been carrying around this toxic stuff for so long and now I'm going to kind of cleanse myself of it and put it to rest. Um, so the eighth house has a, a very powerful energy to it. There is um, a, a kind of thin veil between the material world and the spiritual world in the eighth house is the place of the occult. And over the course of Leo season, you may be receiving quite a lot of um, sensation of kind of a, a mysterious nature. Um, your emotions may feel quite intense for anybody who's listening that has um, a practice around connecting connecting to your psychic faculties. Um, Leo season has a lot of potential for you, and you can really use this season to connect. Um, kind of connect your conscious awareness to your subconscious awareness. And the subconscious awareness is still the ego. Um, so it's still your insecurities, your dreams, your deep, deep, deep patterns, you know, patterns that arise from early childhood, even gestation, but there's still some kind of sense of self in it. So this is a, a really good season to do soul retrieval work, inner child process, um, things like that, this kind of emotional clearing time, as well as to kind of encounter the sense of spiritual community. And um, in just a minute, as I get into talking about the rest of the planets and what's going on, um, I'll, I'll mention some more about that. But there's a lot of, of fire in this season. Of course, Leo is a fire sign. Um, Jupiter is currently in Sagittarius, a fellow fire sign. And on the day that Leo season begins, the moon is conjunct to Chiron and Aries. And so this gives the, the entire month this quite... Um, remarkable kind of passion. And for you in the Capricorn solar chart, this really links up your spiritual ancestral awareness uh, spaces. So this is a, a really powerful month for you to be getting in touch with some um, deeper, more cosmic metaphysical vibrations. And if that's your jam, um, 
spend at least some amount of this month giving yourself the space to listen in. All right. So I'm going to talk a little bit about some more notable events in the month ahead. Um, if you want a more detailed breakdown, um, consider subscribing to Embodied Astrology. You can subscribe at any amount per month, and you'll get my extended forecast for Leo season. Um, that's not by sign, but it will give you a lot of information about what's going on through the month, and you can apply that um, to your chart. So the first thing I'll mention for the upcoming month is just um, what I've already mentioned is that Venus is going to move into the sign on July 27th and Venus will transit Leo through August 21st. So this is a really helpful energy for you to be doing this deeper shadow work, um, encountering kind of aspects of your more subconscious self and bringing love into those places. Um, this is a, a supportive ally for you um, to be practicing self-love and to allow this kind of purging that I was talking about to actually be a really gentle and healing process. On July 31st, there's a new moon at eight degrees of Leo. This is also the day that Mercury stations direct at 24 degrees of Cancer, um, and then it'll move back into Leo where it started its retrograde. So July 31st is a really powerful day for a new beginning. And for you, this is a new beginning in this place of intimacy, of vulnerability, of secrets, of your kind of deep emotional self. And as Mercury turns direct, it's, it's turning direct in your house of partnerships and important relationships. And you may feel um, that the Mercury retrograde, three weeks of Mercury retrograde, has really brought a lot to the surface for you in terms of what you want in partnership, what's important for you, what you're um, wanting to agree to. And use the new moon energy to kind of solidify your intent for this new cycle and this new layer of awareness that you have. Make sure to check in with me, Embodied Astrology, for a new moon um, ritual of some sort that day as well. On August 11th, uh, Jupiter will station direct, Uranus will station retrograde, and Mercury will move into Leo, where it will transit through August 29th. Uranus stations direct in Sagittarius. It has been retrograde since April 10th. Sagittarius is the sign before yours. It rules the space of your unconscious. So the unconscious as opposed to the subconscious. Subconscious still has an anchor in the ego. The unconscious is completely egoless. So this is where we connect to the collective. Um, it is where we lose our selfhood, where we remember our oneness with um, all life or all manifestation. And as Sagittarius turns direct, there's some sense here that I get of a spiritual readiness that since April, there's been some kind of reflection period that has been happening in this very deep um, kind of soul level space. And now as Sagittarius, as Jupiter is turning direct in this place, um, it's like you're ready to move into the next phase of your life. You don't want to be held back by fear anymore. You are kind of moving forward. And for the rest of Sagittarius, of Jupiter, transit through Sagittarius, you've got a lot of support to, to move forward through psychic boundaries, through um, kind of old emotional barriers and stuff like that. Um, Uranus is turning retrograde in Taurus. Taurus rules your solar fifth house. This is the place of your life energy, your vitality, your joy, your creativity. As Uranus turns retrograde, um, and it'll be retrograde until January of next year, 
really devote yourself, like commit to spending these next five months, really considering your joy, really consider your life energy. In January, there's a very powerful transit happening in your sign. This is Saturn and Pluto coming together. And on the day that they come together, Uranus will station direct. And by January 10th, January 12th or so, you um, reach some kind of conclusion about something. It's like an awareness about yourself. A cycle is over. You are ready to move into something very, very new. And over the course of these next five months, you're really considering how you want to use your life energy and what it is that brings you joy. Like what feels like it's actually energizing, actually worth getting out of bed for. You're actually interested in it. And come January, you're going to be ready to put more um, priority towards those activities, those people, um, those experiences. Um, Over these upcoming five months, it's a really good time for you to um, recognize what does not bring you joy and clear it out, clear it out of your life. As Mercury moves into Leo on um, on August 11th, as I mentioned, it will transit Leo through August 29th. This is bringing even more attention into your subconscious. Um, and with Mercury and Leo, you are really supported to articulate the the shadowy stuff insecurities, again, fears, jealousies, the kind of gnarly stuff that comes up in relationship. Journal about it. Talk to your therapist. Talk to friends. If it's appropriate, talk to your relationships about what you're understanding. But you have a lot of access and you should use it this month to clarify, again, what it is that you really want, what feels appropriate and aligned with your own energy and what um, you're recognizing in terms of your own patterns and habits is ready to release. On August 15th, Mercury's shadow is complete, and that means that Mercury is moving full steam ahead through Leo, projects that you began back around the summer solstice, June 21st, um, ideas you had then might be ready to, to start to move forward as well. This is also the day of the full moon in Aquarius, and um, make sure to check back in with Embodied Astrology then, um, again, for a full moon ritual of some kind. The full moon illuminates your eighth, second Access. So the full moon is in the second house of earned income, of values and value systems. There may be some recognition for yourself around how you can support whatever it is that is bringing you joy, whatever it is that you truly desire, and how as you move towards these desires, this vitality and this joy, you in turn are resourced and supported. On August 17th, Mars moves into Virgo, where it will transit through October 4th. And then on August 21st, Venus moves into Virgo, where it will transit through September 15th. Um, And soon after that, the sun will follow on August 23rd. Um, as we begin Virgo season. So Mars, Venus, and the sun, and then soon to be Mercury as well, will now move into Virgo. Virgo rules your solar ninth house. The ninth house is the place of high learning, high teachings, um, pursuit of wisdom, and where you make meaning out of your life, where you come into contact with your belief systems, and where you seek to expand your belief systems, where you seek to understand um, what this life is about and make meaning for yourself. Mars coming into this part of your chart gives you a lot of energy to pursue a new meaning of some kind. You may be motivated to travel, to take up some kind of course of study, um, or 
some other initiation into what feels like an expansion of your perspective. Venus coming into this part of your chart lends joy to these kinds of behaviors. You are um, really wanting to grow in some way. This is a really good time for you to pursue any kind of learning, any kind of activity where you feel like your mind is getting blown. And as the sun follows um, beginning in Virgo season, that just emphasizes this energy more. So it's an exciting month for you, my Capricorn friend, a lot to work with. And if you work with it, if you are fearless in working with it, you will get through a lot. And I think this has very profound implications for your relationships as well as your vitality and um, just kind of basic happiness. All right, friend, uh, happy Leo season. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now.